I'm Matt Bellany, founding partner of Puck News, and I'm covering the inside conversation about money and power in Hollywood. With my new show, The Town, I'm going to take you inside Hollywood with exclusive insight on what people in show business are actually talking about. Multiple times a week, I'll talk to some of the smartest people I know, journalists, insiders, all of whom can break down the hottest topics in entertainment to tell you what's really going on. Listen now. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. Think about all the stuff you can do now on Sundays after the Super Bowl's over. Adventurous activities. You need a Hyundai to get you there. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped for any adventure with features like available H-Track, all-wheel drive. You can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud or available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Welcome to the Ringer NFL Draft Show. My name is Danny Heifetz. I am joined by Danny Kelly, Ben Solek, and Craig Rollback. And free agency is in full swing. And that means we have four consecutive days of refreshing Adam Schefter's Twitter feed. (laughs) So we are breaking out our favorite episode, my personal favorite episode, this second annual Adam Schefter free agency drinking game. So we're going to read Adam Schefter's tweets in chronological order because it's really the best way to kind of just summarize everything. And we're going to make a drinking game out of it because his Twitter feed's uh, really weird and it's fun. So we thought of this last year because, as Danny Kelly loves to point out, Adam Schefter's kind of terrible at Twitter. Is he not, DK? Well, first of all, yeah, just the way he tweets, like the actual language he uses is bizarre. It's his own little syntax. I don't know how to explain it. (laughs) Shefterian? We'll yeah. Shefterian? It's a unique style of writing syntax. I do not understand where it comes from, but that's part of it. Sometimes it comes straight out of his derriere. <laughs> it's just like so many, Strong way derriere. too many commas. Weird order of words. It's like he's writing in Latin and then translating it to English or something. Like, I don't understand how it comes out. And it's he's been doing it for a while. You know, you think he'd have the hang of it by now. <laughs> well, I think the real answer to this is that Schefter's writing style is he just copies and pastes text messages he gets from agents. So his writing style is the writing style of all the agents that are texting him. And that's not even an exaggeration because this morning he had the same tweet at the same time as a reporter from NFL Network. Like it yeah. was there's yeah, very specific sentence. Yeah, and it was like very strange wording and they posted the same tweet at the same time and it's like, well, they probably just got the same text at the same time and tweeted it immediately and it was pretty embarrassing. It's amazing how quickly they get those tweets and then like seven different reporters like have the exact Like within same. the same 20 seconds. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's like an incredible But that's kind of how it works though. That's kind of how the sausage is made. It's like people tell Schefter what to say and he, and he tweets it. And he, I mean, he once sent a team president a draft of a story he wrote for ESPN and he called him Mr. Editor to yeah. a team president. Like, it's not journalism. It's more public relations. And he gets heat for it. Like, last week, Schefter had a pretty 
disgusting tweet about Deshaun Watson that was kind of just carrying water for Deshaun Watson's lawyers. Right, right. And people got mad at Schefter, which rightfully so. The tweet he had was disgusting. But that's what Schefter does every day. He lets agents and he lets lawyers kind of write his tweets a little bit or dictate them. And in exchange, he gets scoops. And then there's a day like today and he has all of the scoops. And that's kind of how it happens. So literally, he's not even like it's not journalism. It's information brokering. It's like he is the broker of information. He gets to like you said, he, he trades scoops for information. Um, and therefore, like you get these terrible water carrying tweets like we saw on Friday or whenever mm-hmm. it was. Um, and so anyways, we just want to acknowledge that like. Shifter's tweeting is very bizarre and weird, but he is also the like NFL Twitter account to follow during these times. So that's that's where this game comes from. I'd like to ask a hypothetical real quick. DK, if you were breaking all of the NFL free agency news, like give us an example tweet. How would you how what would what would the DK news breaking tweet be? <laughs> what would be the Danny Kellyan syntax? <laughs> Danny Kelly. Iambic pentameter. Christian Kirk. All right, Christian Kirk signed a four-year deal, uh, upwards of eighty-four million dollars. Danny Kelly's breaking the news. Danny, write the tweet. Yeah. LMAO <laughs> Jags. Yes. What are you doing? Right. What is this contract? This would be my thing. Is if yeah. I had that much, if I was the newsbreaker, you have like at least some invulnerability. Like teams can only get so mad at you. Like you, you are in, you are a cornerstone piece of the NFL universe. I'd be like, Christian Kirk signs a four-year deal, 84 million for the Jags. Not a lot of people were lining up to do that one, but <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars have made sure Christian Kirk is like a $20 million man. Just, I feel like you, you'd, I'd have to send some barbs. I don't have enough maturity to do. I otherwise. think I would just do, I think you should leave memes. <laughs> there was a draft where ESPN wouldn't let Woj break the, uh, the right. news. The the NBA pick, draft so he he would ago. vaguely hint at what was going to happen. He'd be like, I'm hearing the Magic are taking Jalen Suggs. Yeah. yeah. The San Antonio Spurs are eyeing <laughs> yes. DeJounte yeah. Murray for their next pick. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Well, friendly. Well, unfortunately for all of us, uh, Schefter does not have Woj's penmanship. So, or just really just the general gift for the English language. <laughs> so, here are the rules for the Adam Schefter free agency drinking game. DK, well, actually, will you, will you take us through this? Because <laughs> yeah, I think you you're me. you're the one who really is the the connoisseur of all of Adam Schefter's really weird quirks. On so we're all going to crack a beer, and we're going to go through this timeline, the Adam Schefter timeline, and we're going to drink every time. Here are the rules: drink if Schefter has obviously copied copied and pasted something from an agent. Drink every time <laughs> Schefter mentions an agent or tags an agent. Uh, drink twice. This is the double rule right here. Double jeopardy, if you will. Drink twice if that agent is Drew Rosenhaus, because that's, that's our guy. Eighty yeah. percent of the time. <laughs> yeah, Drew Doublehouse, baby. That's what we call him in the business. Um, that's a yeah. Drink if Schefter's writing is so bad that we have to read the tweet more than once. Sometimes it's like <laughs> three or four times where you're like parsing. Because so, like for instance, just there's a lot of random commas in there there's just too many commas like the oxford comma is one thing there's like the Schefter comma which is like six extra ones <laughs> um drink oh sorry that is actually the fourth the fifth rule is drink when he has too many commas six drink if he tweets a weird photoshop you guys remember the all-timer the absolute all-timer from the super bowl i've never seen a better photoshop tweet it was uh, god i can't even remember it was like basically here's to everyone who said it couldn't be done or something like that and then there was like uh, who was it? Oh, Stafford. It was Stafford, Stafford and Odell. Oh, it was like the Lions and Browns who had doubted that Odell or Stafford could win. Jarvis Landry, <laughs> Eli Manning, and Calvin Johnson looking at Odell Beckham <laughs> Jr. and Matthew that? Stafford celebrating the Super Bowl. Yeah. To all those who said it couldn't be done. <laughs> 
Okay, so we're looking for one of those. <laughs> um, drink if any of us have never heard of a player. And then drink if Schefter tweets a signing while we are recording. So I think Ooh. that's already happened several times. Um, <laughs> yeah, that alone might just end up being a chug factor. So yeah, so we're recording this on Monday. It's currently Monday, 4.30 Eastern. So we're going to have a second part later this week that'll cover everything between what happens after we record through Wednesday. So we'll get that. But right now, this is everything that's happened Monday through 4.30 Eastern. This is, this is the perfect Adam Schefter tweet for this game. Here's, this just happened three minutes while I was explaining it. Cardinals linebacker and special teams standout Dennis the Barbarian Gardeck reached an agreement with the Cardinals <laughs> no, on a three-year. No, no, no. Year. Reached agreement, not an agreement. Reached. He agreement. never says reached, reached an agreement. agreement it's with like the Cardinals. It doesn't have an article. <laughs> on a three-year, comma twelve million dollar deal, comma per his agency, Sports uh, AMDG. I don't know what that is, but. So here, let's see how many there are in here. I've never heard of this guy. Have you ever heard of Dennis the Barbarian nope. Garnick? Yeah, he was 45. He's got long hair. Yeah, I, I ben, know. Yeah, Ben's going to know every single player. But it only takes one of us. <laughs> yeah. There's liberal usage of commas. He mentions an agent. So what do we have to shotgun a beer here? Like, sh- is there a rule where... <laughs> yeah. We're going to get pretty drunk doing this. So here's the thing. We're going to go through this. I'm uh, cracking But my here's beer. the other... Th- so... I think DK, Craig, and I are drinking. Uh, ben is an actual responsible person who doesn't drink during the workday. Teetotaler, baby. So, <laughs> he's our DD today. He's the DD. <laughs> so the other important thing is this isn't just like NFL free agency. The NFL draft show here, we don't have a beer sponsor per se. You could say that in some ways we are also free agents. Mm, so there we go. I think we're going to kind of shamelessly try to get a beer sponsor today, and we're going to see if we can get sponsored by any of the beers we're drinking. How's that sound? And the ultimate goal is for Adam Schefter to break that story and to say the Ringer NFL Draft Show has <laughs> reached agreement with Miller Lite. You know? How many commas do you think we could get in that tweet? Enough for us to have to shotgun a beer. <laughs> there are four of us. So, okay, so what are we doing here? So, like, you got water. I, I Craig, what are you drinking? Okay, I wanted to sadly lament the the closing down of my favorite San Diego brewery, St. Archer. It was an awesome brewery. Started in 2014. The pandemic killed it. It has recently shut down and sold off its parts to Ballast Point. But I'm drinking a St. Archer Blonde Ale. It's my favorite beer. If anybody's never had it, I think you can still buy them online. They're in some Shouts. stores somewhere. Shouts out St. Archer. So they won't be sponsoring us? No, probably not, Danny. <laughs> God, oh, just sad. <laughs> DK, what are you drinking? Uh, I got a Coors, just nice. a classic Coors Light. Silver Bullet, or is it a banquet? What are we doing? No, it's just a Coors Light. Nice. Going with this is me being responsible. Coors Light. Are the mountains blue? Oh yeah, it's definitely oh, cold. Yeah. Oh yeah, feeling good about it. <laughs> okay, I got a I got a super saw from Sloop Brewing, which is like it's an IPA. It's no boil hops, so it's kind of an IPA for people who who um, don't actually like hops or IPAs. And there's a little teddy bear with a rainbow. But you, well, on you it. want the alcohol percentage? Yeah, it's, oh, yeah, it's six. It's six percent. But there's a teddy bear with a rainbow on it because I'm a super soft man and I like super soft beers. <laughs> That's honestly a su- sweet can art. I like that. It's, it's incredible. Beer art's really hit another level recently. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's honestly, Adam Schefter should tweet a Photoshop of this. Okay. <laughs> so those who said it couldn't be done. Yeah. <laughs> those who said it couldn't be done. All right, we're going to start this. All right, shall we crack? I'm oh, already, already cracked. cracked. <laughs> oh, you're up. Oh, well, you all right. It. Well, it's just me. Okay, let's let's get going here. Free agency rundown. So we're going we're back starting, a day or two, correct? We're going back. Yeah, we're going back. March 12th. Okay. Adam Schefter writes and or copies. Cowboys are finalizing a trade to send wide receiver Amari Cooper and a sixth round pick to the Cleveland Browns for a 2022 fifth round pick and a sixth round pick per league sources. 
follows that up with Dallas has also given permission to start to starting right tackle L. Collins to seek a trade, according to his new agent, Peter Schaefer. Drink. Drink. Not Dallas needs cap room, and Collins was scheduled to make $15.25 million this season, likely to be released if no trade. So we got a drink because we named an agent. All Solak, right. why are the Cowboys getting rid of their best receiver and their starting right tackle? Okay, so Cooper, it's like, you know, when they signed the deal, they basically signed a two-year deal worth a big chunk of money. And then the next three years were just $20 million player options. And this upcoming year was one of those $20 million player options. Like they could have cut him and not include much dead cap, right? So they kind of front loaded this deal with the intention of being able to move on from Cooper. And then they drafted CD Lamb after they had already signed that deal. And Michael Gallup has come around and been a nice little player. And so it's all right. We don't have to play Co- pay Cooper $20 million. So I'm imagining this started with restructured discussion. Can we open up money through your contract? They restructured Zach Martin and Dak Prescott to create some more room, yada, yada, whatever. Uh, Cooper maybe was just having no business with that. Cooper didn't like where he was in Dallas. There seems to be a little bit of uh, sandpaper, a little bit of, of abrasiveness between him and Jerry Jones. And so whatever, we're going to we're gonna trade you or cut you. Uh, it seemed like they were going to cut him. And then the Browns just said, hey, we'll just send you a day three pick right now to make sure that we get him. Uh, so I think Cooper's still a good player. I think that twenty million is probably a little bit too much for him, but it's still uh, an okay contract, especially if he decides to restructure in Cleveland. You have a lot of room to make, um, but that at least is understandable from an accounting perspective. He's going to the Browns. Doesn't he just feel like the Browns are where wide receivers go to die? <laughs> I mean, yes, I'm sure he does feel that way. But I think the Browns are potentially going to make a quarterback move sometime soon, and Amari Cooper can be already in hand when that move is going to be made. Cooper aside, I don't get Leo Collins. Leo Collins is a, is a top 10 right tackle and he's making 15 million. That's that's top 10 right tackle money and they don't have a clear replacement in the building. So Leo, I'm nowhere on. I don't know why we're keeping <laughs> Leo Collins. We got other fat contracts that we could be messing around with try to, to try to save the guy. But Lyle's out. Randy Gregory's probably leaving a free agency. A lot of good players leaving Dallas right now. They basically chose to have Michael Gallup, the receiver, and tight end Dalton Schultz for $21 million instead of Amari Cooper for 20. I guess I get that. I'm just confused. I don't I don't hate that, yeah. But Gallup is coming off a torn ACL. I don't know. I, I mean, overall, I guess everything the Cowboys do, it's a little confusing. He's but also not as young as you think. They're only a year apart. Uh, Cooper's 27, Gallup's yes. 26. <laughs> That's the old joke on Twitter is like, Amari Cooper, 22 years old after seven years in the league. <laughs> He's the Jason Tatum Jason of the Tatum, NFL, exactly. Amari Cooper. Kenny Pickett, older than Amari Cooper right now coming into the <laughs> NFL. Well, on that note, the next Schefter tweet was actually retweeting Field Yates, who said, a first look at Amari Cooper in a Browns uniform. <laughs> drink. And it's Amari Cooper photoshopped in a Browns uniform. So I think he that, if he beefy. retweets it, it's still a drink, right? For the He does look thick, DK. You're right. Why does he? Whose body is this? This is like a uh, special teams like <laughs> fullback that they put the body like on. Joker? Like, I don't know. It's bizarre. Um, it does look weird. Anyway. Well, and then staying here, Schefter then, same day, Schefter now tweets, on the same day they agreed to trade for wide receiver Mark Cooper, the Browns have granted permission to veteran wide receiver Jarvis Landry to see a trade, per sources, and then Schefter immediately replied and said, Aster- he said, oops, I meant seek. I love tweeting the correction. I think that's great <laughs> as a reply. That's a classic move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right, so that's a that, it is. It's high stakes. No typos when people are retweeting you that quickly. You can't delete that tweet and lose those as initial retweets, man. That's right. You gotta, it's all going to be in corrections. I know, right? Uh, by the way, also he was released later. Yeah, sorry. He did, yeah. So Jarvis did end up getting delete uh, released, but more importantly than where Jarvis Landry plays, do you think Schefter would delete a tweet if he had zero retweets? Like probably. But if he had a thousand, do you think that's the number where he's like, I'm just keeping the typo? 
I don't even know, man. At that point, you've, your Twitter following is so big. So Jarvis is is released. Talk about another guy who who's uh, you know years kind of deceive belie his age. He's only twenty nine. I thought Jarvis was like thirty three. I feel like he's been in the league for fifteen yeah. years. He's in his tweets <laughs> two years apart from Mari Cooper. I had no idea. Is there a place you guys want to see Jarvis sign? Patriots. I feel like everybody really? says that every year. Every I every player. He, he, yeah, he makes sense as a Patriots style receiver. I wouldn't mind like. Bills. Philadelphia makes sense for him. Uh, hmm. Where else is the receiver room like really young? The Jets? Uh, they got Corey, actually. They just signed Berrios, who we'll get to. Yeah. Veter- veteran edition right there. The thing about Jarvis is like, like with all like the debates around like Ada and how he's used and whatever aside, like, he's a legit good culture guy. He's a good example dude, right? Like that clip of him uh, in, in the Browns hard knocks a couple years ago, like it's a little cringy, but like all football leadership is a little cringy. Altogether, it's like <laughs> right. Jarvis raises the standard. Uh, so if you got a young room, thinking particularly of the Eagles who like need a slot and have just only young guys in the building, he makes a lot of sense. Uh, and so like if you're in Atlanta, right, and Atlanta's got like nobody right now, yes. just like all young yes. dudes, Jarvis makes sense. Just we're gonna set the tone. Proud this room is gonna work. He's a professional. What about Chicago? Atlanta's a really good. I'm goal. just talking football. Like get him in there. Yeah, Chicago get open works. early. Yeah, exactly. He'd help Darnell Mooney a lot because Mooney kind of is a, a little bit of a mess sometimes. Right. Okay. Next up. Schefter tweets, Broncos are extending restricted free agent fullback slash tight end Andrew Beck on a one-year deal per his agent, Ray Hyja. Ray, I'm not sure. Ray, Ray Hyja. Denver envisions Beck's hybrid position, hybrid position dash type having a role in its offense. <laughs> uh, I've is, never heard of that guy is, and there's an agent. This is Spanish. The, I don't just know the fact that Heifetz can't read the tweet like without like pausing four FB times slash tells tight end. Yeah, I... I think that's three drinks for the, the I, yeah, grammar, the agent, and the, I don't know. <laughs> I've never heard back. of Shout out fullback. Andrew Beck for getting in this podcast, though. Big ups to Beck. Sure. All right, moving on. Shout out. Okay. <laughs> Patriots have decided to use the second round tender on wide receiver Jacoby Myers, comma, per his agent, Drew Rosenhaus. Yeah, Drew. Drink twice. Drink. <laughs> the Patriots will not be tendering fullback Jacob Johnson, who now will be a free agent and is expected to have a market for his services. Impressive to get a tweet in here with two Jacobs with a K in one tweet. Nicely <laughs> done. Oh, wow. Literally was that. This is history. I didn't even think about that. That's, that's, every, that's every Jacob with a K in the entire league. He was going to make it two right separate there. tweets, and he was like, nah, I got to get the double Ks in there. Yeah, you got to get <laughs> no, the double Ks it, yeah. for Jacob. It's literally JK. All right, so we got to drink twice for Rosenhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to get shit housed. Did we say that last time? Yeah. H-A-U-S, shit housed. Okay. If we did, oh, that's, that's good. good yeah, actually, you actually, I think you made the same joke last time. Even if we did, it's a good joke. Well, I'll do it again next year. Michael Gallup is resi- is resigning with the Cowboys, a five-year, $63 million deal per source. I have to note that he <laughs> said resigning. It's not resigning. There's no dash. Michael Gallup is resigning Dude. with the Cowboys. <laughs> Dude, like 80% of his tweets, he has a typo. <laughs> it's, um, so like, oh, God. Do we resigning think the is the new combined for this entire podcast. <laughs> I just... <laughs> Here's the thing. It means the Sorry. opposite. It's not just the wrong word. It's like a resigning is the opposite of resigning. Okay. Anyway, I think that's that's a drink for a poorly worded tweet. Uh, happy for Michael Gallup. I like Michael Gallup. Yeah, he's he's been a fantasy guy every year that somebody you know bets on, spends ten bucks on in the in an auction draft, and then I feel like it's never really fully happened for him. But I, I'm hoping it's this year. But there's always this is something. The year. Yeah. Yeah. Wheels up for CD yeah. also, I think. Yeah. Gallup is the sort of player who it's you 
you don't feel like, oh, we need this contested catch guy downfield. It doesn't separate the way Cooper does, and then Lamb does. And there always comes a game where the offense is struggling, and you go, you know who we wish we had right now? Just mm-hmm. a guy who could just big boy above the rim, a 30-yard catch. Just mm-hmm. give us a spark, and that's Gallup. So he, he's, he's a bit of a dying breed in terms of how receivers play, but he's useful to have. And to me, 62.5 over 5 is a square deal. I don't think we've seen the full guarantees yet from like anybody, which is a little bit weird. Right, um, but they're always a little... Like, yeah, if it's like, like 12, 7, 13 million per, 12 per, that that that's fine by me. That's a really good note, Solak. And just one general note on these contracts is the salary cap's real. The contracts are completely fake. Like there's guaranteed money and then there's the numbers that are reported. And the agents are always like, almost always the sources for these re- initial reports. And the agents want the contract to look good. So if, you know... Michael Gabb's getting paid $10, but one of the $10 is guaranteed. He's really only getting get the $1 probably. That's not a good deal. So you hear up to $10 and it's like, actually, it's, you know, four or something. So if you see the guaranteed money coming out immediately, that's probably a good contract. But when we have to wait a couple of days to see, generally speaking, it's probably not as high as we think. So having said that, next one. Tom Brady tweets out his unretirement post and then Schefter just quote tweets it and says, Brady is back. Dot, dot, dot. Four space, dots. Space. Dot. Four dots on that ellipses. Because the first three dots, Twitter was like, ellipses, baby, we got you. I'm going to smush these three dots together. Understand what you're doing. We're going to tail this off. There's some untalked about history because I broke the initial news. I'm Adam Schefter. Three dots. We're there with you. And then Schefter was like, watch this. Fourth dot. So it was like, fuck <laughs> you, man. We can't. I don't know what to do with this. Can't put it in the ellipses. I don't have the code. So yeah, four dot ellipses. It's good stuff. Unbelievable. Okay. Continuing. Immediately after he does the Brady's back four dots, he then tweets a Photoshop. Well, not a Photoshop, just a picture. He says, one way to start free agent week, dot, 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 space, dot, with a photo of Brady pointing <laughs> menacingly at the camera. And all it says is breaking news. That's it. Doesn't say Brady coming. It just is breaking news. Four dot Schefter. What I what Four I want. I, I wasn't able to look this up. But what I want to know is 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 this the image that they used on the graphic when Schefter broke the news that Brady was retiring? Is this the same photo? Is this the oh. same breaking news? Oh, that's edit? a good point. If it is, it's a shot across the bow. Oh, Brady's back. But don't you forget, you son of a gun. That's I had very... you leaving first. I had also, first. by the way, it's worth mentioning. 70% of the reason Tom Brady is back, he came back just to spite Adam Schefter, right? Because 75%. Adam Schefter ru- ruined his uh, uh, retirement announcement. So he's like, you know what? I'm coming back. I can't handle it. I can't. I can't. I cannot abide wait. That. that man in the. I accept. He, he's got the man in the arena finale for mid April. And I just really am curious what he's going to say. But, and I guess that's why you, you push the television finale. But the, we have to drink three times because now <laughs> we've got the, the four dots twice and then the Photoshop. So that's three drinks for us right there. <laughs> Okay, staying with Tampa Bay, Schefter says, and after bringing back Tom Brady, Buccaneers now bringing back his center, Ryan Jensen, per his agent at Mike McCartney 7. Buccaneers are giving center Ryan Jensen a three-year, $39 million contract per source. So one that's a drink for, for adding Mike McCartney. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Who also has the greatest running bit on Twitter, on, on Twitter, on Twitter uh, pretending he's Mike McCarthy. Because he yeah. just gets yes. a bunch of hate, like hate tweets at him. Mike about- McCartney also has the best running bit in the league because he keeps getting Kirk Cousins signed to extension. <laughs> hey! <laughs> it's Mike, a bit. It's guy. just a bit. <laughs> it is a bit. Okay, so obviously that's good for Brady. That's good for the Buccaneers. 
I mean, I think it's really good for the yeah, Bucks. It, I mean, Ryan Jensen, at first, he's a really good center, and they need him. And also, he's like the tone setter. He's the guy who will just fight Aaron Donald and like not right. care and just shoving people down by the face, which is bad in other <laughs> contexts, but very Aaron good on the football field. Right. This is a perfect example of what we were talking about, where like when you get the year and the money total, you think one thing about the contract. There's more info about this contract now, later today, as like more news has come out, that basically like this, this cap in year one is nothing, right? Because the Bucks have no space. And so the only way they're signing dudes to extensions, if they're signing dudes to multi-year extensions and then using the extra years to push a bunch of money into the future so they don't have to pay a bunch of money for 2022. And that's just because Brady's back, right? If yeah. Brady's not back, you're not signing the deal like that because it's not good for the team. But if you have Brady for just one more year, who cares about 2024 cap space? We're going to win with Tom Brady. So this is where like, all right, three or 39, but really in year one, it's going to be like two. And then year two and year three, it'll be a lot. This is like when you try and clean up your apartment really quick before like a significant other comes over, you just stuff everything in the closet and shut the door. And you're like, well, <laughs> right. it'll be good tonight, but when I open the door <laughs> tomorrow morning, Absolutely. I'm going to get avalanched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, sh- is short-term accounting, and it's what teams do when they have a winning window. So that's a, that's a drink because Mike McCartney. Next up, Tom Brady's loss will be Joe Burrow's gain, colon, Bucks free agent guard Alex Kappa <laughs> intends to sign a four-year, $40 million deal with the Bengals after free agency opens, comma, per league sources. So same note here where Brady coming back kind of made this all happen. So Brady recruited Ryan Jensen, the center, to come back. and then But both their guards were also set to leave, too, the whole middle of the line. So Alex Kappa, this guard, he left to Cincinnati. And then Ali Marpet, who's a very good guard for the Bucks also retired, but neither of them coming back. So Brady coming back to the Bucks, but now he doesn't have either of his guards. That's that's a little concerning. I'm also happy for Burrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and the Bengals got Kappa, and then they also got, I think, another one, another uh, offensive line signing that we'll talk about when we get down there. Uh, I will say that if anybody can make two average guards work, I think it'll be Tom, right? Just because yeah. you get to play with Jensen, Werfs and Donovan Smith who's like a veteran and that's really going to help those guys out in terms of like processing and stuff so you can get a rookie in there and you can be okay they do have they have uh, the Notre Dame guy from from last year Kramer I think who they draft like third round fourth round um, but also like it's been a really really active guard market a lot of guards have gone for big money and while that's pricing the bucks out it probably means there's going to be like a veteran who gets replaced by a bigger money dude who's just like floating around for five million next year and they should be able to make that signing and then they have the rest of the pieces along the office line to be okay so losing both guards sucks but if i had to choose two players to lose on an elite offensive line and replace for cheap i would choose both guard spots those would be the spots i would do it does it mean joe burrow's not safe because it's good that i mean they're signing offensive linemen obviously we just watched the playoffs and joe burrow was running for his life a lot but at the same time, is it a mistake for the Bengals to be getting so many guards instead of just, you know, shoring up the other spots in the line? So No, because it, it's like, it, it's kind of just like, how do you grade offensive line uh, play on what curve? It For me, it's like, it's great to have an elite player. It's far more important to not have a liability, right? We always talk yeah. about how, like, it's, it's cool to have, like, a really a star tackle, but the best line has no liabilities. The best line is five to one, can hang, and then the, the sum becomes greater than the total of its parts, or however the freaking idiom goes. And so... The Bengals here by signing these guards have removed their liabilities. Jackson Carmen, Quentin Spain, uh, freaking uh, uh, Hakeem Adeniji, right? These guys were liabilities in the playoffs. Now they've they've removed those. They still should upgrade at right tackle. It'd be nice if they could upgrade at center too, but that's not as critical as removing the huge Achilles heels, which for the Bengals happen to be a guard. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. 
everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. Think about all the stuff you can do now on Sundays after the Super Bowl's over. Adventurous activities. You need a Hyundai to get you there. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped for any adventure with features like available H-Track, all-wheel drive. You can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud or available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Okay, next up, Solak's favorite running bit. Yeah. (laughs) One more QB deal, colon. Kirk Cousins and the Vikings have reached agreement on a one-year deal per his agent, Mike McCartney, seven. Drink. Drink. I love that it's Mike McCartney, seven. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Mike McCartney seven. That's I it. think it was his number there's, when he played at Colorado. There's, if, or if there's I six correctly. other ones and he just couldn't get it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That or that, yeah. Schefter continued. Vikings gave Kirk Cousins a one year, comma, fully guaranteed $35 million extension, comma, per source. He will make $40 million this year and $30 million next. Deal has two voidable years in it to lower his cap number this year to $31.25 million. $15 million of deal will be paid by this time next year. He then replied to say, correction. 50 million of deal <laughs> will be paid by this time next year, not 15. That I like that he sense. said not 15. Proof, <laughs> Proof that at sometimes he's not just copy pasting because this is very clearly an audio <laughs> mistake, right? 15 and 50 spoken sound very similar. You think he you know voice texted it? this tweet? I don't think he voice texted. I think somebody told him on the phone. Yes. Oh, and then, and then when he <laughs> tweeted he's it, typing out. He tweeted it, and the agent Man, was like, voiced, whoa, whoa, whoa. If he voice texted these tweets that he types out, that would be amazing. <laughs> I did not realize this until I joined this show, the second annual Adam Schefter drinking <laughs> game competition for agency. The fact that he never puts an article before agreement, I'm yeah. never going to be able to unsee it, and it's going to kill me. The Vikings have reached agreement on a one-year deal. They've reached an agreement. What is it? You can't just, you can't just throw agreement out there? Oh, this is very upsetting. <laughs> it's shorthand, but also like... Lots of commas. Like, shorthand shouldn't have so many commas is kind of like my point. <laughs> yeah, if you remove the four commas, you could add the and back. It works. <laughs> it evens out. Yeah. Right. The Vikings doing this, is it, it's just the epitome of, you know, your quarterback carousel. It depends on, like, who your actual upgrade is. And the Vikings, it's like you have a new regime. They have a new coach, new GM. And it's like, are you really going to get rid of Kirk Cousins right now? It's like, you have to keep him. And then Kirk Cousins is basically just like, yeah, well, what are you going to do? let go of me and just have like a worse quarterback. So he just kind of holds teams hostage and he's willing to do it. And so now, yeah, all right, whatever. It's not their money. Like, all right, yeah, we'll just pay a lot of money for average. How much money does Kirk Cousins have? He has so so much money. Warren Sharp tweeted it that he's made over $200 million in his career. He's coming up on on the most earnings for a player ever because I believe the the players earn the most in salary. That doesn't include like endorsements, which are also a lot of money. But salary-wise, it's actually Eli Manning which should be on his Hall of Fame resume. But I think Kirk is going to surpass that by the time he's done. Well, what I was just going to say is I it'd be a fun list to see who, which player in the NFL makes the most money having never made the Hall of Fame. Who has the highest contract totals? <laughs> It'll probably be Eli Manning. <laughs> and Kirk Cousins. Okay, so Dude, we got to drink. Kirk was a fourth-round pick. I feel like we just got to give him his props. Like That's pretty damn impressive. I, I said it on the Ringer NFL show in, the, in our Brady reaction. 
Yeah. Two goats had major news break. <laughs> all right. Tom Brady, go to football. And Kirk Cousins, go to football accounting version. <laughs> go to football spreadsheets only. Go right. to getting Kirk those checks. Kirk is amazing. I have the world of respect for him. <laughs> if you were my quarterback, I'd die. But world of respect for him. Kirk's house in Minnesota is probably insane. Let me see if I can find that. <laughs> I think that when you do the one-year deal, maybe he just rents. I don't know. Or maybe, I don't know. For all I know, he's a freaking you know, billionaire real, real estate mogul. I don't know. Okay. All right. Next up. Schefter tweets, Packers are releasing LB Zadarius Smith per source. Zadarius Smith had the option to stay at this year's owed cash amount, but both sides ultimately agreed it was the best to move on. This is the one that he copied and pasted with the other reporter he tweeted at the mm. same time. I'm going to read this to you again. Mm. This sentence was said by two reporters at the same time. Zadarius Smith had the option to stay at this year's owed cash amount, but both sides ultimately agreed it was best to move on. Can you imagine seeing that twice in a row in your Twitter timeline, that same sentence that no one would ever come up with on their own? He owed also said, with the release, amount. he carries no compensatory selection implications, which will help his interest. The Packers extended Preston. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they extended Preston Smith, so the Packers need edge rusher, but we, more importantly, we got a drink for the copy and paste. We got a drink because I had to read it twice. And I think it's Chef <laughs> So that's I'm tough. So we have to drink for that. Out. At this year's owed cash amount. So like his salary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Another way of saying. I, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. I, I, cool. I think the way this is like the agent trying to spin the fact that Zadarius Smith is not as good as the amount they owed him. And so the Packers cut him, which is generally how it works. But so now the Packers need an edge rusher. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, like uh, Preston plus Gary isn't terrible, though they, they kind of do play both a little bit inside. It's just odd to me that you extend Preston instead of Zadarius when you were okay keeping Zadarius at, at his figure. It's kind of just weird. I think, I think the whole Zadarius health thing this season was a bigger problem than right. it appeared from the outside just in terms of like them getting him back to rehab and how he played and when he wanted to play and whatever. I think it's kind of like, all right, we just want different people in here, which is just my read. I don't really know. Um, but Zedaria's a really good player. And so if the Ravens or the Patriots do the whole like, yeah, we'll take your cast aside defensive lineman for cheap and then make him dominant thing, I won't be surprised. Yeah, I completely agree. Okay. Schefter says, Bengals have notified Atcher Rosenhaus that they are tendering restricted free agent offensive lineman Fred Johnson at $2.4 million. They actually said $2.433 million. So... One drink for Jerosen House. Drink I've never heard of Fred Johnson. No. Nope. And then I this is my biggest quibble. Do we really need two point four three three million dollars? Well, it's like either do it for every tweet or not for any of them. Why just this one? That's the one thousandth decimal point. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you learn about significant digits in, in high school science class and they were like, we can't measure things to like, you know, the tenth mil- millimeter. It's like Schefter. You really measure it to the thousandth of dollar for every single player's contract, <laughs> and they just watch him start tweeting out numbers after numbers, just all the way down to the cents. We need year. to know that he's getting that extra thirty-three thousand. Yes, I need. I want to know how well Sheffer knows these contracts. I've become a radical with this just in regular football statistics, where it's like, oh yeah, this guy averaged four point five six yards per carry. It's like just say four six. Honestly, just say five. It's fine. I, 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 I out on decimals. I disagree with call that. It I, I, I agree. I don't that. agree with that either. If he's at four six, <laughs> you can't say five. That's okay, insane. not four six. Fine. Yeah. Okay, but 
there are certain stats that when they come up, I'm just roll my eyes at, at the decimal points. And the 100th decimal point should be banned. Everything should be one decimal point when it comes to a sport that uses inches, yards, and then like human 60-year-old guys just eyeballing measurements with chains. It's like just one decimal point. That's all you get. You get the 100. Says the, the guy who okay. just hosted a, a podcast that covered the NFL draft in 40 times for three straight days. And we're talking about somebody running <laughs> well, tenths of seconds faster than others. <laughs> And what did we learn? The new guy on the thing just makes someone the fastest just guy. Just rounded up to five. He ran a five flat. <laughs> he ran exactly. a five. They all ran fives. <laughs> it's, that, you round down or up. That, that's what we should they be They run at. fours four, or three, fives. Four, four, four is all the same. <laughs> Apparently it is. Okay. Next up. The... <laughs> He Chef just quote tweeted the Apex Sports Group and the Apex Sports Group tweeted and Joe note all caps boom goes the dynamite emoji that I don't even know what that is. Congrats to Jay Note Boom on resigning with the Rams. It's dynamite. What? That emoji is dynamite. Oh, is it dynamite? That makes so the much emoji sense. Is dynamite. It's a stick of dynamite. That makes you so not much watch sense. Tom and Jerry cartoons. Do you not know what dynamite? <laughs> I, mean, looks I actually like? love no. Tom and Jerry. I, that makes. Oh, I thought it was well, like a like a like a. You know what? That makes sense. I'm not even gonna say what I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was it's a, cricket it's a, or something. We all agree. Yeah. We anyway. agree. It makes sense. Anyway, uh, I just want to point out also that he had three dots this time. He didn't have a fourth dot in the dot. Interesting. Dot. Learning. Okay. Yep. Okay. That's it. This is this was opening free agency day. All right. He was professional. Now he's like, this is an art, not a four dot chef. Sure. Yeah, yeah. That's that's with the top button button. Um. Joe Nopum was not a starter for them this year. He's kind of just the backup for whenever Andrew Whitworth leaves. Yeah, right. And he also can play guard and like it makes sense. But also like I love the Rams. It's like, wow, the Rams is going all in. Like it's crazy. Like, all these contracts they signed. And the Rams find like six offensive linemen. They're like, yeah, extension. You know what I mean? Like they uh we 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 tend to over appreciate just how like you know tight some teams' wallets can be, especially when they're building to compete. So it's like, yeah, we're gonna extend Joe Nopum. They extended Brian Allen too later. Like it's like, you know, they they're handling their business, the Rams are. They have a they have a fun young group of linemen that all kind of just hang out with Andrew Whitworth and Andrew Whitworth, Whitworth. in the month Dad. that Brady was retired was the oldest player in the NFL but it's fine he's just still a left tackle it's crazy okay the Dolphins had quite a day as well so the Dol this is Schefter now Dolphins and Emmanuel Ogba have reached agreement <laughs> not reached an agreement just reached agreement <laughs> on a four year sixty five million dollar deal that includes thirty two million fully guaranteed at signing per his agent Drew J Rosenhaus. And then also Miami is. Dolphins and running back Chase Edmonds reached agreement on a two-year comma $12.6 million deal that includes $6.1 million guaranteed per his agent, Drew Rosenhaus. The former Cardinals running back is headed to Miami. I feel how like these are good deals because they included the guaranteed money. Doesn't it feel like how I said Cleveland is the place where wide receivers go to die? Doesn't it feel like Miami is the place where running backs go to die? Well, how many, how many running backs have like gone to Miami? I just think of like Duke Johnson, Lamar Miller. Kenyon Drake was better the moment he left. Yeah. But this is this is exciting though because it's the new like the 49ers style run game and everything. Mm -hmm. It's probably true, Craig. Like you're probably not wrong. And we're probably going to overreact to this in fantasy with Chase Edmonds. But like it is a good situation where they're probably going to run a lot. Like you got that cool run scheme that's going to like open up spots for them. By the way, while we were talking. Uh, I've been uh, adding them all to the chat. Okay. Yeah. Well, we should just bring it up now. They they also re, they also signed Cedric Wilson to a three year deal. The Dolphins did. Um, so they're just going kind of hard in free agency right now. Yeah. I feel like it's Cedric the bad Wilson Florida is, teams. It's the Dolphins or the Jaguars, and they're not good. You think that they wouldn't have to like give so much money for people to go live in Florida? It's like sunny. It's nice. It's warm. 
Right. But they got to overpay to get people to come there. Like Jacksonville for sure. Because they Jacksonville's suck, been, like... been overpaying. I think Miami's <laughs> deals are okay. I don't mind the Chase Evans money. Cedric Wilson at over $7 million per. It seems like a lot. Like, Cedric Wilson's a good player. But it's also the sort of player, like in terms of the role he fills and how where he's going to fit in your depth chart, you, you should be able to find in the draft with right. like a reasonable draft pick. And then you're not paying him $7 million per when you make that selection. It's like, I, I get it, but also, I don't get it. <laughs> I uh, agree with that. You. I, really I, I think Chase Edmonds with the Dolphins will be very fun for fantasy. And the, Mike McDaniel, the coach coming in with like the 49ers wide zone scheme, I think Chase Edmonds will be very fun in that. Uh, I also, we got to drink four times now because these are two Rosen houses. The Rosen, Rosen high, I don't know how to do that plural, but that's four. <laughs> By the way, while I was reading that, I was reading the Schefter tweet. I'm like, are we actually making fun of him wrongly? Because he say they have reached agreement. Like, what if he wrote agreeance? They've reached the state of agreement. They've reached agreeance. Is that right? It's, that's not, you're of, making up words. Schefter's <laughs> broken your brain. They've reached agreement. Like, You've is agreement the Schefter state tweets. of agreeing? You've drunk goggles on. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out if we're actually making fun of him for not for like actual correct grammar. Sometimes it's cool to remove articles. You know, that's how people tweet sometimes. You just kind of <laughs> say like... They've reached agreeance. I think that's what it should be. Anyway, moving on. How about agreed? Okay. He also... <laughs> Schefter also said, Cardinals are giving running back James Conner three... Let's <laughs> talk about removing articles. I'm going to read this exactly. Cardinals are giving running back James Conner three-year, $21 million deal... That could grow to a maximum of $25.5 million and includes $13.5 million fully guaranteed, comma, per source. So not giving him a deal, just giving him a three-year deal. <laughs> yeah. Every tweet, just he just finds an article and kills it. Yeah, he just... he just I, Honestly, he does this for space, but like on tweets, he doesn't need space for. I don't know why he does this. It's also a lot of money for James <laughs> Conner. Like, they kind of picked James Conner up for yeah. like a million or two million bucks last year. I'm removing the decimals. Yep. And now they're giving him this $13.5 million fully guaranteed. Conner's had like a lot of injury issues, like... It's just like, shouldn't you be going out and getting another like a different discount running back a year after the last one worked? Yeah. So, I mean, with this one, I think you're absolutely right. Look, they gave him it was a really cheap deal last year that worked out for them. I think that made sense for what they're trying to do. But then coming in again, this is the exact same deal as you could do with the Dolphins. Like they could get a running back in the draft that could come in and play immediately. This offense, the way that they play, the way that they spread things out, it helps the run game. It helps uh, open up like wider splits for the you know the running backs to run through or, or gaps, or I should say, to run through. Um, it just creates space. I think Connor's like a good pass catching running back. Like he he's more valuable, I think, in the passing game. So maybe that's why they see him this valuable and like in the red zone as like a like a you know battering ram type guy near the goal line. But um, he's not like super explosive. He's not necessarily a guy that's gonna like that you can really trust to like stay healthy. He did stay healthy this last year, but um, yeah, I don't know. It just seems like a lot for a, a replaceable position, especially when there's some good running backs in this draft that could just have, you know, taken and, and plugged in on day, like day two or early day three. So uh, it doesn't make a ton of sense, but it is good for fantasy, obviously. And so Connor's going to be, uh, I don't know what drowned he's going to go in, but he's definitely going to be like a hot commodity come draft time. Okay. Uh, we have, we have an emergency speaking of tweets that just broke. We're going out of order here because we, we have uh -oh. an incredible Schefter moment. Chargers are giving former Patriots quarterback J.C. Jackson a five-year, $82.5 million deal that invoices $40 million guaranteed per source. Mm. Chargers are going all in. Holy we crap. Just when I thought invoicing was a creative thing for Schefter to say, he replied by saying, asterisk includes 
comma, not invoices, comma, but he can invoice them, comma, too. Okay, hold on. I'm going to need to read this four times. What is he saying? That invoice is 40. <laughs> okay, okay. JC Jackson is invoicing the Chargers for 40 million guaranteed and then followed <laughs> up and said he meant to say includes, not invoices, but he can invoice them too. He literally had a, a, a typo that actually made more sense or an autocorrect that made more sense than what he was trying to say. <laughs> Man, that contract is like good. That, that listen. In terms of total total guarantees, forty million is going to come in below Jalen Ramsey. It's going to come in below Marshawn Lattimore. It's going to come in right around Byron Jones. Forty million guaranteed. Five years, eighty two point five million. So if I can do math, that's what like sixteen and a half, sixteen point seven million per. I'm going to trust you on that one. That's yeah. that's ba- that's barely top five. That's right around Darius Slate, sixteen point six million per year. The real way to do math is you take the guaranteed money, you divide it by the um the annual per year. So it's that's how many years it is. So what did you say the yeah? But over the cap doesn't have that column right now, so then I can't figure out what the other ones are. So at this time, I I do not accept. (laughs) The real number is forty million for three years. That's the real contract. So like that's pretty good. Three year deal for forty million dollars. That's basically you're getting James Jackson and the Chargers. Arguably the best interception getter in the game at a position of massive need for the Chargers, which is also a premium position across the league. Yeah, that'll play. Also, they got Khalil Mack. By the way, listen, we didn't talk about that. Jordan Davis. So, they're going all in. This is awesome. Jordan Davis, 17 overall. Chargers are winning the Super Bowl. Do it. Do it. I love this idea. So should the Chargers take Jordan Davis and it, like for a yes. defensive tackle, or should they just grab a right tackle and make sure that they have Rayshon Slater at left tackle and then have a tackle and protect Herbert? Like, why shouldn't they protect? Why should they get a, a defensive tackle instead of just a guy who's going to protect like the most valuable player they, they've had in 15 right. years? So I'm I'm writing a piece about this. Um, but basically, if you're gonna live in Brandon Staley's defensive world, uh, playing too high and then cheesing the front with a bunch of college ideas and ways to play in light boxes, your interior defensive line becomes critical. Like you have to have a guy who plays that gap and a half, who steals those numbers back by just being dominant. That's not Jerry Tillery. It's not Christian Covington. It is so far beyond. Christian Covington and Jerry Tillery, the guys that they had playing last year. Interior defensive line was a massive problem for them. A, a, a player like Jordan Davis is a legit in the in your lap godsend if he makes it to 17 because he is a force multiplier. Plug him in. If he does his job on first and second down, it allows the other 10 players to also do their jobs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You don't get as much out of Derwin. You don't get as much out of Khalil. You don't get as much out of JC Jackson. You don't get as much out of Chris Harris and Drew Tranquil and Uchenna Nwosu and whoever you like if you don't have that centerpiece doing his job in the in, in the front. Not true for every team because it's, it's, it's a bit characteristic to the schematics here, but it's true for the Chargers. That's why Sebastian Joseph Day was critical for that 2020 team. He's also a free agent, uh, and that's why interior defensive line is, is such a huge need for the Chargers come 2022. I also think, just in addition to all that, I agree with that 100%. In addition to that, I think he does have pass rush upside that like he didn't really get to cultivate too much in college. Um, he has like that first step quickness. He can bound from gap to gap. Like They could use him on stunts and things like that. Um, playing alongside freaking Bosa and Mac, like as an offensive line, what do you do there? Like what, what do you do to, to try and combat that? So Sad. I think it's just, I, I absolutely would love that. Um, and you know, he put together the greatest combine of all time, but since he's kind of considered a two, a, a two down early down run stuffing type guy, he may fall to them at 17. And so I think there's like, there's actually a world where this happens. So I'm, I'm very, very much rooting for that. 
All right, so we got to drink twice because that is a Schefter terrible language tweet. Like we just had to read it twice, and we had to that happened while we were recording. And I actually have to crack a new beer. There you go. Also, do the players invoice the teams? I don't think that actually happens. I don't think that's would how be it cool works. though. <laughs> that's direct deposit. I think only Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Kirk Cousins <laughs> the only guy that invoices people. Kirk Cousins okay. sends an invoice. I'm trying to keep my receipts. Yeah, we got a big one. So Jeremy Fowler for ESPN tweets, Mitchell, mm. Mitch Trubisky is signing with the Pittsburgh Steelers, comma, per source. Oh, God. Schefter oh, quote tweets, yes. Schefter quote tweets, so a heavily. new QB in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Schefter got the dot, 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 space, dot with the four dots. Yep. Then Schefter follows up with the text from Steelers, QB, hyphen, two, hyphen, B, Mitch Trubisky, colon. I am beyond excited and blessed for the opportunity to be part of the Pittsburgh Steelers organization. I have tremendous respect for the Rudy family and Coach Tomlin. They have built one of the best rosters in football, and I can't wait to contribute and help this team continue their success. Craig, are you excited for Mitch Trubisky to help continue the Steelers' success? <laughs> it's a storied franchise. Um, I'm of two minds. One, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. All right. Two, I'm very interested to hear the second mind. He's better than Ben was. Right now. Yeah. Yes. And I think he will be better for the Steelers' offense this coming year. I'm already preparing to talk myself into Mitch. I know it. Mitch is going to be good for like the first three or four weeks. They're going to be like three and one. And everyone's going to be like, wow, he's not a competent <laughs> team with good players. And maybe it was Nagy and Laser and whoever else. But Trubisky's not that bad. I'm ready to be in that camp. He might be fantasy relevant. You know, he might be doing some things, as Bill Simmons would like to say. However, I'm hoping that the Steelers just didn't want to, I guess, trade for Jimmy, and they didn't feel that anybody in the draft class was good. So they're going to get Mitch here as a bridge and potentially draft somebody next year, which I'm kind of fine with this scenario. I also think it's pretty cheap because we don't know what the money is. And if it was a lot of money, we would have heard about it. So, <laughs> right. The agent would have told him. Exactly. I just don't want Trubisky on the Giants because I exactly feel how Craig feels, which is I was going to talk myself into him. And I was like, no, I don't want to live in a world where I talk myself into Mitchell <laughs> Trubisky as my quarterback. And I feel bad for Craig. Yeah, it'll be kind of fun, though. Don't you think him on this team? I, I, I do think it's going to be a, an entertaining, you know, it might not be a successful season. I think it's going to be an entertaining season. I'm already kind of like, you know what? What else are we really going to do? I, I, I could have talked, talked myself into Kenny Pickett when we trade up for him. But I'm like... No, all these quarterbacks are going to be backups anyway. Like, I don't want to spend my first-round pick on a guy who's a career backup. Maybe it's fine that we got Trubisky and we can wait a year. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, my question is, what does this do in the fantasy world? What does this do for, like, Deontay Johnson? Obviously, uh, Claypool. Yeah. I don't know. Like, to me, this is not a great... This is not good for fantasy. <laughs> so that's so when you said entertaining, I'm like, what are you talking about? Like they're gonna their offense is gonna be like annoying to watch. At the end like, of this Adam Schefter drinking game, I'm gonna be four St. Archers deep watching Mitch Trubisky highlights on YouTube and talking <laughs> yes. myself into him. Yeah. I think that's, that's how I know Craig fair. is drunk, is because he's kind of excited about this. Yeah, seriously. Good guy, Mitch. Next up. Schefter tweets, Washington pro, <laughs> I cannot believe this fucking guy, Washington pro hyphen bowl. <laughs> he hyphenated pro bowl, which I'm pretty sure is not a thing. <laughs> I cannot yeah. believe Washington pro hyphen bowl guard Brandon Scherf intends to sign with the Jacksonville Jaguars, comma per source. Uh, Jags tagged offensive tackle Cam Robinson and are expected to sign offensive guard Brandon Scherf advantage. Aiden Hutchinson is the number one pick. Drink. So 
He's such a hand, uh, yeah, dude. Drink advantage. Drink yeah, for Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, drink for. I had to read this three times. I'm drinking for advantage. So next year when we do this, we have to update the rule. Do you have to drink for every time you had to read the tweet to understand what he was saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's because now I think I would have had another beer by now. Okay, so this is really big for our purposes. This is the NFL draft show. Obviously, free agency as a whole kind of shares the intentions of where teams are trying to dedicate the resources. But this in particular is huge. The Jaguars have their number one pick and they have basically a choice of offensive tackles or pass rushers. Now they brought back Cam Robinson to be left tackle. They're signing Scherf to be a guard. Do you guys feel like this means Aiden Hutchinson will be the number one pick in the draft? Let's start with DK. I think it's definitely pointing in that direction. I don't know if it, it guarantees anything because they could still rescind the tag for Cam Robinson in theory. Like it doesn't, they don't lock into this. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, all signs are pointing to the fact that they'd rather invest in the uh, the defensive like pass rusher spot or whatever. They'd rather do that than, than draft a tackle at this spot um, because they're tagging Cam Robinson who is, you know, charitably like a middling tackle tackle. I don't know like if anyone would consider him good or above average. Um, but it seems as the, as though this is the route they're going to go. They've got like the bird in hand, I guess, as Cam Robinson, and they're going to go with Hutchinson, try and change the culture on their defense, try and get more teeth in the pass rush, all that stuff. Um, I don't know if I agree with it, but I think that's what it's pointing to. Yeah, I also think that it points to that. I think it makes it more likely. Um, I right when Cap Robinson was tagged, I would have been like, whoa, they 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 have the left tackle. Like, they're good. Like, maybe they still take Icky and they think he needs a, a year to develop. Maybe they still take Evan Neal and they think he can play guard. But this is Hutchinson. It definitely feels like Hutchinson. Yeah. But Scherf now that good. free agency has gone through, honestly, like, the Jags have been spending like crazy, right? Mm -hmm. They gave Foyesade Aluakon, linebacker out of, of the Falcons, over 10 million per. I don't think anybody was doing that. They gave Christian Kirk like 20 million per over the first two seasons of that deal. I don't think anybody else was doing that. Jags are burning money. So it makes me feel less that the $16 million, I think it's about $16 million tag on Cam Robinson really indicates a large investment. Because it seems like they're in kind of like 16 million? That's it? Mode? And mm -hmm. in terms of how they're spending, which I think opens things up a little bit more. For, for offensive line that I was previously thinking. But at this point, you find Hutchinson minus 300, minus 350 at most books. And I think that's appropriate. I would say right now your favorite is Hutchinson. That's what we should expect come April unless we hear anything specific out of the Jags saying we're still happy to take a left tackle if that's what if, the, if that's the player we like best. I was wondering why the Jaguars are doing this. And I just feel like this is the most classic example of when a general manager knows that if the team is terrible again this year, <laughs> they're probably not going to be there again. And Very it's going to get two number one picks twice in a row. It's that's, you know, literally the worst you could possibly do. Not even to say anything about the Urban Meyer stuff. And it's like, well, he spends all this money on the free agents and they don't work out. Whatever, I'm going to go anyway. And that just happens time and time again. Dave Gellerman did it with the Giants. And then you had, you know, Jerry Reese kind of did it with the Giants before him. It's happened with the Jets. Every team, this kind of happens when the ownership is not super savvy, where the lame duck GM is like, well, I'll just, not my money if I spend it. And why, I just kind of can't believe the Jaguars are doing this. Like, what are they trying to contend? Why should the team with the number one pick be spending all this money? Because their general manager is not very good. <laughs> Balky, I, I cede my time to the court. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> it's unbelievable. Okay, on that note, Schefter, Jaguars are giving former Cardinals wide receiver Christian Kirk a four-year deal worth up to eighty-four million dollars. Uh, up, wait, Woo. I, God, I, I got it wrong. I keep thinking I'm drunk, and I'm like, no, it's Schefter's fault. He writes weird. I'm reading that again. Jaguars are giving former Cardinals wide receiver Christian Kirk a four-year deal 
worth up to $84 million deal per source. He wrote deal twice. <laughs> he wrote deal twice. I thought I was drunk. It's him. Anyway, okay. I don't think it's actually $84 million. I was watching SportsCenter, <clears throat> not SportsCenter, whatever their ESPN's NFL draft or NFL free agency thing is. And first of all, it's hilarious because Schefter's just like gets up from the table to text and takes calls on the set. It's ridiculous. But he admitted that it's not $84 million. It's going to be like 70 something. It's probably, I don't know, $14, $15 yeah. million dollars a year. Regardless. So structure-wise, he's got a $20 million signing bonus and $37 million in total guarantees. The rest of the total guarantees comes from the salary on the first two years, which is $1.5 million. So very small cap hit in year one, and then $15.5 in year two. So functionally, he's getting $20 million per year in the first two years, and then it's massive team options of unguaranteed money. Either that gets restructured, and they're keeping Kirk, or they're cutting Kirk. After that, so it's, it's really kind of like a two-year deal. You say twenty-one million in the first two years. It's I want to say it's like thirty-nine million in the first two years. Uh, it's a lot mm. of money. That is still, a lot. it's not as much money as four years, eighty-four right. million, but it's still a lot of money, and yeah. it's probably still too much money. Does this move the needle at all in your guys' opinion for Jacksonville? I mean, this doesn't do a lot for me. This isn't like who I would say. Oh yeah, go out. You because for look the the Jags as we mentioned before have to spend probably more than the average team or a good team, certainly, because they're a rebuilding team. You know, they've been a complete dumpster fire for the last few years, all that stuff. You got to pay more to get people to come there. And then you can change the opinion of, like, that team around the NFL, blah, blah, blah. You can start attracting free agents that way. But, like, a guy like Kirk, who couldn't really cut it on the outside, went into the inside and played in the slot last year and was pretty good. I just, like, how is that, like... Like, why wouldn't you go get... Amari Cooper or Allen Robinson are like a true one. Exactly. I think this is what Jags fans are asking themselves right now. Robinson is a little tricky just because like age and recent play. Cooper's the one I don't get. Yeah. Like Cooper, just, just trade for Cooper. <laughs> it's Amari Cooper. That's, like that's Christian money. Kirk. And that's Amari Cooper. Yeah, it just doesn't really make... It, he's not He's not a guy that's going to be like the number one for your team. They still need to get like an extra receiver. Maybe they can get that in the draft, but still like paying a guy top of market money you want him to be, I would think, more than what Christian Kirk is going to bring. I think he, Christian Kirk will be good. Like, it's not like he's going to be bad, I don't think. But he's not going to be the difference maker, I think, that this is. Is he going to start on a fantasy indicate. team this year? Probably, yeah. Probably, yeah. because he's going to yeah. be their volume. In theory, he's going to be their top target. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. I a mean, good rule of thumb in fantasy is, is draft receivers who make $20 million a year. That's, like, a good rule that I yeah. like to follow. But... Uh, okay, so we got to drink a lot. We got to drink because he wrote deal twice. And did we even drink for him putting a hyphen between Pro Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but we he can. just he just posted another tweet that I'm just like laughing internally about, and we're gonna get to it. Do read it, DK. It's good. I, I got it in front of me. So Tampa Bay is expected to resign its uh, <laughs> cornerback Carlton Davis per sources, accomplishing one of the franchise's primary off uh, off dash season goals. So he. Dude, hyphenated off-season, off but didn't hyphenate, didn't re-sign. hyphenate resign. So he clearly <laughs> understood that <laughs> something needed a hyphen. <laughs> I just love this. Every time. There's, it's like every second tweet is something weird. Yeah. Um, I don't mean to be like a grammar snob. Like, if people spell things wrong, like, it's a, it, like it's okay. Like, I, I don't like when, you know, but, but like... Schefter is like a reporter, like, he, in theory. Like, he's a right... Like, he does write with words. But, like, off-season... How does he not know what offseason doesn't have a hyphen? Like, that's his whole job's about the offseason. You'd think that he would get the re-sign one by now. That's but, a yeah. biggie. That's a alas, big deal. Alas. Yeah. 
Carlton Davis, good signing, though. Yeah, he quotes at Bucks giving Davis a three hyphen year, which is good. $45 million deal, <laughs> comma per source. Uh, which is, again, this is great. Like, that's awesome deal for the Bucks. This corner market that's is coming Brady quieter sense. than I would have thought. Yeah. Um, right. I bet you to be backloaded. I do have a question, though, now seeing this. How does he choose when to type out the number of years? And how does he choose when to number it? Because we've got three year, five year, <laughs> one year, and these are all written out. These are yeah. all text with letters. And then every so often, we'll just see like, oh, it's a four year deal. Like like the James Conner one, three year deal with a three. What What is the hyphens? Do you know the AP standard or whatever it is for, for typing out contracts? Is it like a yeah. the digit, the numeral three? I thought it was if it's under what? 10, you type it out. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, sure the, that's the ringer the style. Yeah, so... Three hyphen yeah. year, but if it were like an eleven year contract, I think one, if one. he ever, if we see a, a, a tweet where he has a number, the actual numeral for the year, that's a signal for a copy. That's a signal <laughs> yeah. for it, 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 agent didn't know. We, we're, we're riddling out some consistencies here, some some trends. That's a good call. Well, yeah. you never know on Twitter because some people just you know change that for character count. But Schefter's doing this with like one sentence tweets. Yeah. I just can't get over hyphening off season, but not the uh, resign it's it's resigned it's re- uh, whatever it's okay it's not like the, uh, this next anyway, one's great let's keep going keep going <laughs> lions reached agreement with their safety tracy walker on a three hyphen year comma 25 million dollar deal that includes 17 million dollars guaranteed per source reply deal negotiated by at lions and at <laughs> yeah. all caps sports stars and at lions yeah who else would have negotiated it <laughs> what the fuck Deals is deal, deal negotiated by Sports Stars NYC, which is obviously the agency. And then you figure it out. I'll leave that up to you, the reader. Who do you think they were talking with? You fill in the blank. I wish I knew what team negotiated the Mitchell Trubisky deal. You know, like which team negotiated right. it? I don't know. <laughs> Probably the Ravens, honestly. The Ravens were like, get him to Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah, I think this is, I think this is a, That's a big this drink. Is a double drink. Has he ever done that? Yeah, deal yeah. negotiated by just at the team? I don't remember seeing I don't that think before. So. Also, is That's that the Lions one. Twitter handle? It's just it's just lowercase Lions? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Well, it's here's probably the thing. uppercase. So in the past, it was always just like per sources. It is. And the sources were like mostly case. agents. That's weird. <laughs> but like now the agents are all like, you know what? I'll just take the free PR. Like Drew Rosenhaus is just at me. It's actually just free branding. Who cares? Why do the Lions need to be added? Are the Lions like, you know what? We could really be in Schefter's timeline. That would really help our brand. <laughs> Like, why is this happening? The social media guys, like, hey, I'll give you the, I'll give you the terms of the deal if you tag you tag me lions. This. Who's like, oh, I gotta follow lions now. <laughs> They're out here negotiating, baby. They're doing work. <laughs> I haven't seen any other team negotiating. This is a line safety. Do you guys think this changes anything about them taking Kyle Hamilton at number two? No, Trace no, a good player, theory. but yeah. yeah. All right. Next up, this is also, dude, sometimes I'm like, are we too hard on this guy? I'm like, this one is, all right. Well, yeah. <laughs> Schefter tweets, Jets are re-signing, and he does the hyphen. Jets are re-signing Ooh, wide nice. receiver Braxton Berrios. Got it. Two-year, $12 million deal that includes $7 million fully guaranteed, comma, per his agent, Drew Rosenhaus. Then puts the exact same tweet again. And then just adds, like, with two, clearly messed up who he was supposed to attribute. And says, the same per his agents, plural, Drew Rosenhaus and at NFL Record, who was, like, the president of Rosenhaus Sports. So it's, like, two guys at Rosenhaus's agency. But he clearly messed it up because he copied and pasted it. And there are two spaces between the agents and Rosenhaus. But he didn't delete the previous tweet. 
So they're both just there. Uh, this is just stressful for me. This this creates a lot of anxiety. Just breaking down the the tweet patterns. I don't understand this. Robert Bailey, the NFL record. There's way more drinks per tweet this year than last year, don't you think? <laughs> we so we have to drink four times for him mentioning Rosenhaus. And I think we have to drink a fifth time for the other agent. And then I think a sixth time because he literally had us read it twice by tweeting it twice, even though it was the same sentence. If he, if he, if he, I wish he had burned a six drink tweet on a better player than Braxton Berrios, man. <laughs> yeah, I'd be doing corrections like this for JCJ. This is Braxton Berrios. Braxton Berrios out here, a six drink tweet. Ridiculous. Guys, I'm super soft. Oh my God. Okay. Speaking of the Jets, this is a lot. This is more than I bargained for. Um, he said 40. <laughs> what is with? This guy. Now he's hyphenating free agent. 49ers free hyphen agent guard. Dude, Adam Schefter uses free agent as a word as a written word more than anyone in the world. How all right? 49ers free hyphen agent guard Lake and Tomlinson intends to sign with the New York Jets per source. Jets are giving Lake and Tomlinson a three-year deal worth up to $41.2 million per source. Sure, as like a signing, I mean, I guess it's good to protect Zach Wilson. I mean, whatever. I just can't get over he hyphenated free agent. I don't know what you guys are more interested in, the Jets or this I think this I think we're like maybe losing our marbles a little bit because we're so far down this list, but I think this one is a no-drink tweet. Free agent. Yeah. Free dash agent. Free He hyphenated free agent, which is a phrase he uses probably, and I mean this, maybe like 5,000 times today. <laughs> okay, okay. So have we actually had any tweets that weren't drinks yet? I actually am not there sure. There's definitely one. Three. Really, yeah. <laughs> I've been counting. There were three or four. Out of like okay, anyway. 30. Okay. Texas this signed cornerback Terrence Brooks. Uh, yeah, Houston. No, Drew Rosenhaus. Houston is re-signing safety oh, Terrence Brooks yeah. in a one-year $2 million deal for his agent Drew Rosenhaus. Okay, so Drew Rosenhaus is going to drink twice. Oh, my God. This is like a huge problem. Okay. Bengals re-signed B.J. Hill. Bengals re-signing B.J. D- defensive tackle B.J. Hill to a three-year $30 million deal, including $15 million in year one per source. All right. We're clean. Clean? Wow. wow. That's a clean one. A sobering tweet. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait, we just got to just double sobering check and make news. sure BJ Hill doesn't spell his name with dots. Oh, no. <laughs> I got I'll, bad I'll news. that one. Bobby Jean Hill Jr. might spell his name with, with dots. NFL.com has it. Profile Reference has it with dots. This doesn't matter. Moving on. <laughs> okay. This is a good one. Former Titans guard Roger Saffold is signing in Buffalo per sources. I actually think that matters. That's pretty cool, actually. Like, Buffalo just adding good players who are kind of going for Super Bowl runs. I, again, didn't mention yeah. the money. Kind of feel like Roger Saffold is kind of just going for a ring. That's like a yeah. great sign. They cut Daryl Williams and Brian Roger Saffold, and I think if the money is generally the same, it's an upgrade. Okay. Are we done with uh, Schefter tweets? Do you guys want to just kind of wrap around so. here now that we're kind of drunk? I think we've done yeah. it. We've done our job. So uh, The only Schefter tweet that broke during our podcast that we didn't talk about was Adam Schefter, a former Broncos QB Teddy Bridgewater, intends to sign a one-year deal, hyphen, to be the backup QB for the Miami Dolphins, per league sources. Mm-hmm. So, Teddy going to go back up to a... I don't like the quotes that you're... He's using air quotes right now. Listen, go 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 find you an EPA chart with Teddy Bridgewater and tell me he isn't a better quarterback than Tua. Numbers don't lie. Right, Over under what, game, what week is he starting for the Dolphins? When does he start? Week of those 12. <laughs> well, hold up, hold up, hold up. This is an important conversation. So last year, obviously, look, DK, I know you're super in on Tua. Tua has been disappointing. Oh, I don't know about that. I was, but not, I'm not anymore. But yeah. I know, but you were. But here's my question. Last year, the Dolphins kind of resorted to like this extreme RPO offense that kind of just right. 
I don't know, takes the agency and decision-making away from a quarterback. And is that chicken or the egg question for both of you? Is that because Tua is bad? Or is it the offensive line for Miami was so bad that that was all they could do? Because that matters to me. And I don't know, like, are basically how in are you guys still on Tua? I think there's a gray area, first of all. Obviously, both of those are variables that go into how well a quarterback plays. I think, uh, in theory, we're going to see completely different offense this year. You know, and and we've seen what the Shanahan style offense. I don't know if it's going to be exactly the Shanahan offense, like quote unquote Shanahan offense, but it's in the same family. Um, we've seen what that can do for subpar quarterbacks over the years. Obviously, like the Nick Mullins thing. Who he's what was the stat that you always throw out there, Hyphens? He's like in his first. 16 oh. games, he has like the third most yards. Second of most any behind Mahomes. The first, Jesus. yeah, the and first, the most passing yards through 16 games, their first 16 games is Mahomes and then it's Nick Mullins and then it's like Andrew Luck and Romo and Kurt Warner. Yeah. Right. So this Four is, this is what I'm hoping for, for Tua, that this offense helps him achieve uh, a lot more than he did last year, clearly, and just helps like simplify things, gets guys open a little bit easier for him. Um, and he doesn't have to rely solely on RPOs, obviously, you know, he's still probably going to do some RPO plays, but um, he's going to have, in theory, a much more robust run game, uh, you know. So I think, like, I'm still somewhat optimistic of what he can do. However, uh, <laughs> so I'll act doing the air quotes with backup. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater just doesn't make me a bit nervous. Teddy's gone yeah. to a lot of places to be a backup. You know what's happened in a lot of those places? <laughs> Teddy starred a couple games, brother. <laughs> right. So, it's yeah, incredible. I don't know. I, I would say I'm not, like, heavy in on Tua, but I'm still somewhat optimistic that he'll mm-hmm. be better. Okay. Yeah, I uh, there's certainly some offensive line play to it. And when I wrote about Tua's RPO offense this year, every Dolphins fan under the sun was like, wow, you didn't spend 19 paragraphs on our offensive lines. So you don't watch the games. <laughs> but the reality is that at 2019 Alabama, when they had, like, all NFLers on that offensive line, four NFL receivers, you want to know what sort of offense they ran? RPO? RPOs, baby. Yeah, it's it's what he does well, and there's a there's a niche for that in the league. It's just a a bit of a limited niche. It's not like super high ceiling, and b not the niche in which the guy who went one pick later would be put. And that's the really frustrating thing is that Joe Burrow at one, and then particularly Justin Herbert at six, both really 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 elevate their offenses. And right now it looks like Tua is just going to be a cog in the wheel of his, and that's that sucks for Dolphins fans. I really hope Tua can get back to the deep passing that he showed at Alabama because he had he had some like. He was dropping bombs for, you know, obviously he had really good receivers to throw downfield to, but now he has Waddle. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a couple more guys in there. I don't know what Cedric Wilson brings per se, but I don't know. I'm still like hoping he can kind of open things up with that offense and it's more vertical attack too. Okay. We, I just, before we get out of here, I want each of yours one sentence review of free agency this week. Or sorry, I'm sorry, I'm drunk. I want each of yours one <laughs> sentence review of either Adam Schefter's Twitter or your thoughts on free agency so far? Uh, I have reached agreement with Adam <laughs> Schefter, the reality of Adam Schefter's Twitter timeline. And I'll never, I'll literally never look at it the same way having done this exercise. I'm very happy. Like, I was not involved with this last year. This has changed my the way I perceive Adam Schefter's Twitter timeline irre- irrevocably. That was... I, thank you for that. So, like, that was a perfect Adam Schefter one-sentence tweet right Tweet, yes. tweet right there. That was like Comma. there were seven semicolons. Semicolon. <laughs> Absolutely. Her sources. This is how I feel. 
I just I have anxiety now after spending the last hour or whatever it's been like <laughs> breaking down those tweets. Uh, but no, this was an incredible, incredible free agent period. If you include like the last week of news, like if you include like the Russell Wilson trade, the Tom Brady unretirement, uh, everything else that's happened, I can't even remember because there's so much weird crap happening right now. Carson this Wentz been, like, traded. All, Carson Wentz traded. Khalil Mack got traded. There's like this is an all time like NFL free agent period so far. So yeah, a lot of fun. It's been a great time on the ringer hyphen NFL hyphen draft hyphen show <laughs> with you three. And it's it's Mitch season, baby. Mitchburg, Trupitsky. <laughs> Mitchburg. Trupitsky. Did you find those on cursed. Twitter just now or did you come up with those? I did not come up with those. You also, you also sound Trupitsky. drunk. Craig. I sound drunk. Yeah. Drunk with with pride and hope. hope. Craig Perhaps. blowing out his audio with I sound drunk is really the go- a good soundbite <laughs> for this episode. My my one sentence review is that I'm in this Google Doc and I wrote Bengals re-sign BJ Hill with the re-hyphen sign and I Google Docs, which is, I'm sure everyone who uses Google Docs knows this, way worse autocorrect than Microsoft Word. Mm. Google Docs wants me to change re-sign to resign. As in Google Docs go. agrees with Adam Schefter. Wow. Maybe we know how False. Schefter's crafting his tweets. He's tossing them in the old uh, Google Docs first. From Google Docs. But I also think Google Docs pulls its autocorrect from Google, and I think Adam Schefter's more Googled, and I wonder if Adam Schefter single-handedly put that in front of my face. Who knows? Okay, I think we should get out of here, because now I'm just speculating. All right, so we have more free agency news coming the rest of the week, obviously. So we're going to have another episode for you guys coming Thursday with... Yes, that'll be the I don't know, free more agency drinking, hangover. hangover. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a hangover. <laughs> we're, I'm, I'm going to be hungover very soon. So... Thank you, everyone, for listening. Also, we're not going to do two jargons and a lie today because there were uh, many free agency signings. But please keep emailing us your two jargons and a lie for your own personal workplaces or whatever you study. It's we're getting fantastic. so many. We love them. We've gotten so many emails. They are incredible Excited. from people like CPAs. <laughs> I think we had a marine biologist. Like, like, please keep sending your version of two jargons and a lie from your. It is so much fun. Email us at ringerfantasyfootball@gmail.com. Thank you to everyone who sent those in. We really, there are so much fun to read. Thank you, DK. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, Solak. Thank you, Adam Schefter, for um, the content. It's irreplaceable. I don't, I can't get it anywhere else. I'll put it that way. Thank you, Lorne. <laughs> Lorne. Thank you, Lorne. Uh, I've learned you. it's Lorne. It's not Lauren. <laughs> yeah. It's who Lorne. told you? <laughs> Somebody on Twitter, and I was very no! confused. And then I, I looked up who Lorne was. Now I know. Thank you, Lorne. <laughs> Damn it. <sighs> <laughs> I was wondering how long that would go. I want to say thanks to the Kinks. Ooh, nice. I like that one, DK. Going classic. Girl, you really got me going. You know, Lola. Yeah, I do. Should we tell Adam Schefter that Resign needs a hyphen? <laughs> I think a lot of people have already. <laughs> I was looking at his mentions, and uh, people are telling him. I feel like there's never a shortage of people responding to somebody on Twitter. I feel like there's always <laughs> enough replies. Got, he has 9 million followers. Someone's <laughs> yeah, going to tell That's him. a lot of replies. That's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>